Scanning. Identity authorized. Welcome to the Secret Superhero Club Podcast Network. This week on the ASP, Morgan Barry returns to discuss a little bit more about her voice acting. Plus, stay tuned at the end as we play one of her songs as our outro. Welcome everybody to the Animation Station Podcast, episode 103. My name is Josh, and joining me today, we have a very special guest, our actual first guest ever on the Animation Station Podcast, Morgan Barry. How you doing, Morgan? Hi, I'm doing great. So good to hear from you again. It's, it's been it's been a while. <laughs> okay, so Morgan, um, we're going to talk to you today about, we're going to talk to you about your voice acting. We're going to talk to you about um, your music and, uh, you know, maybe whatever else that come kind of, you know, pops in there. Awesome. <laughs> All right. So first off, Morgan, you're a voice actress and you live in the Dallas area currently. What are some of your favorite things to do in Dallas? Oh, you know what? I... <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a, in all honesty, I'm a pretty boring person. I don't really get out much. I stay indoors. I watch Netflix with my best friend and eat. That's my that's my idea of a good time. I don't really get out much. That's that sounds like the perfect day, honestly. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, I we're we're doing some more recordings this afternoon, and one of my best friends is coming over, and we're literally just gonna sit here and probably watch stuff. Uh, she likes to watch K-pop videos, so we'll probably just watch K-pop videos for probably about two hours. That's, that's usually how our dynamic works. <laughs> I like that. All right, so Morgan, now I just want to go ahead and talk about this because, uh, I know you had posted something on your social media that you were going to be working with Johnny Young Bosch, and I absolutely love him. So you guys got to do a music video called Company of Angels with uh is, is it we are giants uh, where giants fall where giants fall i knew there was something about giants but it wasn't the little giants so yeah, i knew it was such something. a cool name so where giants fall. so yeah. what was what was that like recording recording that type of video uh that was a lot of fun i loved the makeup i got oh, to God. i got to have so like that was so cool like this man i loved the style and uh, Johnny's such a nice guy, and and um, Johnny and Polo, they're they're awesome. They're so incredibly talented, and so to be able to sing on one, you know, a few of their songs, and to you know do another music video, that was a lot of fun. I haven't done a music video in a, a few years, and I you know I missed it. I miss I miss that experience so much because I used to be in a girl band. And we had a lot of music and music videos out there, and it, um, I miss I miss all of that. And it's been quite a few years since I've done any live shows or anything like that. So I'm glad that I uh, had that opportunity. So you've done uh, music videos before, and I know you do a lot of covers of anime songs on your YouTube page, which is, which is Unknown Songbird, and you also do a lot of your original stuff as well. What were some of your influ like? I mean, what are some of your musical influences? Um, musically, I love Demi Lovato. <laughs> I love her. I, gosh, she has some pipes, yo. Oh gosh, like, she can hit it. Amazing. 
right? And I love Demi. <laughs> and I also, I mean, uh, let's see, uh, 30 Seconds to Mars, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Skillet, um, let's see, ah, Fall Out Boy. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love all of it. And um, I just, I, I don't know. I just, I feel like I pull inspiration from everywhere when it comes to the music. But when it comes to the lyrics, that's just inspired from real life, <laughs> my uh, experiences. Nice. So were you always interested in music growing up? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Ever since I was a kid, I loved singing. I, I loved every aspect of the performing arts. And uh, I knew that I would be doing this one day, you know, because it was my goal as a kid. I'm going to mm-hmm. be a singer. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be an actress and a singer. I'm going to do it because that was really that was my only goal. And it wasn't for the fame. It was just because I loved I love the art. I love the craft, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I have a a huge respect for the performing arts, every aspect of it. And so I knew one day I would I would be doing something in the entertainment industry. Nice. So um so you've done a lot of your your anime covers and you've done this uh this new video um with Where Giants Fall. Would you like to do more of these, um, you know, of these like music videos in the future? Yeah, I would love to if I get the chance. <laughs> so we need to hook you up with Demi Lovato, and we need to make that happen. So <laughs> I wish. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, so I mean, you've also done a lot of anime covers. I think you've done like five new, like five or seven in the in the last year. Um, what do you do? have yeah. Do you have any ideas of what you're gonna, you know, possibly cover next? I I am working on covering Again by Yui. It's from um, Fulmina Alchemist Brotherhood, and mm-hmm. it's a great song. And a lot of people have covered it, but you know what? I I want to do it, and I got the <laughs> lyrics and everything. But the thing is, I planned on releasing a cover each month, like at least once a month, at most twice. Like I want to be able to put out two covers each month, but it's really expensive. And so I started a Patreon and I'm not, um, you know, every bit helps, but it's still not enough to put out my next cover yet. You know, it's so okay. expensive. It's like 300 bucks per cover because, you know, I got to get oh, the man. instrumental, com- like I, like the instrumental commissioned and the video, the lyric video, um, the I have to get it professionally mixed because uh, I want it to be high quality audio, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, and uh, distribution costs like through iTunes, Spotify. Yeah, so it's, you know, it costs a lot of money. <laughs> so here's, here's a question, because I've, like, we do just do the podcast, so we don't do anything on, like, that iTunes area. How difficult is that to, like, take one of your songs and put it on iTunes? Because, I mean, like, with the podcast, it's just, you put the podcast, you put in the RSS feed, it takes like two days and then they just automatically go up there, which I definitely know it, it can't be the same for music. So, I mean, how, do, how does that distribution and everything like work? Honestly, it's fairly easy uh, when you have the right company. I use DistroKid and I oh. used to use TuneCore. So TuneCore and DistroKid are two options to distribute your music to digital stores like, you know, iTunes, Spotify, mm-hmm. Amazon Music, um, iHeartRadio, uh, Shazam, you know, all all those great uh, things. But 
it definitely adds up financially because you get you you want to make sure that that music's actually going to sell so that you have something coming in because it mm-hmm. costs to have your music um being distributed by those companies and i saw you put a thing out um a while ago with your um like it was like a cost for like your youtube like it had like it, it kind of like showed the breakdown of video views to how much of like an incentive that you actually make off that and i was with everybody else i assumed that it was a lot of a, a higher tier than what you guys were actually receiving like right. monetarily right i you know what i released a very popular voltron uh parody song mm-hmm. and it you know it took off very well um in just one month i got uh over a hundred, uh, 120,000 views. And, uh, but with all of those views, I only got like $130 out of all of those views. Yeah. Like for me, I don't know what I was thinking, but I was thinking it was like a quarter to 50 cents per view. So like in my mind, like a hundred and, you know, a hundred thousand views, that's a good chunk of change. So like, I don't know why in my mind, that's what I thought, but yeah, just seeing that it made me think I was like, Oh wow. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely not, that's not even half a, it's not even half a cover for recording feeds. Yeah. It's, it's sad. It's, it's ridiculous because we, you know, we put our heart into this music, like me and many other cover artists, you know, Mm -hmm. we put uh, so much hard work and money into these projects and and to not make that money back kind of sucks you know yeah but i like what you're doing with the patreon (laughs) thank you so um can you give everybody you know kind of like a little glimpse of what your Patreon's gonna do yeah sure so uh there's different levels with different rewards and the higher up you go the more rewards you get so some of the rewards include uh, making song requests because um, everybody sends me requests in the YouTube comments, but there's just so many I can't really keep up with yeah. all of them, and I, I don't get to see a lot of them. And so I decided, you know what, that's going to be one of the rewards. If you donate this certain amount, you get to make song requests, and I'm, I actually get to see that request and put it on my to-do list. So that's one thing. There's exclusive content and where you get uh, access to my Patreon only feed where I post exclusive updates about upcoming covers. You get screenshots, bloopers, previews, and just so much more. And so that's fun. And then when you go higher up on the rewards, you get um, early access. You get to hear my music like before I even post it on YouTube. You get free download links. So you get to, you know, you get to download the music for free. You get credit. You get to... I thank you in the video description of all of the videos that you help support me on That's Patreon. Cool. And let's see, live streams and um, yeah. So just there's a lot of um, fun rewards I was able to come up with. Nice. And we'll put that uh, the link to your Patreon in our show notes. So that way, if you guys want to check it out, go donate, uh, become a pa- patron. Patreon or pledger. I don't is, know. I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> 
I haven't, I haven't dealt with Patreon. I would, yeah, pleasure, a patron. I'll just I, say supporter, I a guess. A supporter, yeah. If you want to be a berry head, I don't know. We need to come up with something. <laughs> I, You know what? I, I asked a while back. I was like, hey, guys, if there's a really clever um, uh, fan base name, come at me, bro. And uh, we came up with Berry Canary. <laughs> you can be a berry canary and donate to the Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now, Morgan, let's go ahead and kind of, uh, you know, kind of detour from the from the music and we're going to go into your voice acting. So how long have you been voice acting? Uh, About five years now. But I mean, that's just with voice acting. I've mm-hmm. been acting since I was like 11 with stage and a little bit of on camera. So I've been in the entertainment industry for a while now. Nice. And you got your start at a with like at a Todd Habercorn convention, correct? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I won a voice acting contest. And through that, I was able to get an audition at Funimation. And that's how it all started. Nice. So Funimation, so you you got the gig with uh, or the, the little interview with Funimation. So how, how exactly did that go? Uh, it was just like any other audition at a studio. I went in, I looked at the audition sides, I chose three characters that I felt I could portray well, mm-hmm. and then I was called in and I auditioned for those characters. And uh, I didn't get a role in that particular audition for that particular project, but later on, I you know they kept calling me back in for more auditions and. Then eventually I got my first role and my first, the first anime show that I was ever in was fairy tale and it was for additional voices. And then eventually I got my first named role, which was Linda, the underling in hyperdimension Neptunia. Mm-hmm. And so that was a fun show. And then I got my first lead as Tokaku Azuma in riddle story of devil. And uh, that was about like only five months after I started getting work at Funimation. Really? Yeah. Man. That, that seems really quick. Yeah, but I had to wait to announce it. Um, I got the role in February, and then I had to wait till September to announce oh, it. Geez. It was so hard because that was my first lead, and I was so excited about it, you know? <laughs> oh, man. So so you started off um, doing additional voices, and then five months later, you're a lead. What was that? Just kind of give me a... How how excited were you for that? Like when you when you got to read for, um, like did did you read for Tokaku? Yes, I read okay. for Tokaku and Haru, and I got the role of Tokaku. So how how did that go? Like did they just say like, oh by the way, uh, your congratulations, you got the lead? Or how how exactly did that process turn play out? It's uh it's funny because they don't tell you what you're recording for, um through email or text they don't let you know they just say hey can you record with this director do you have this many hours available and i'm like yeah um they didn't tell me what it was for um and so when i went in i uh caitlin gave me a big hug and she said you did it congratulations and i was like thanks wait what and so i went back into the booth and i asked the engineer i was like hey man uh what what is what did what role did i get like because you know they Funimation doesn't put that information out there. They don't. They don't want that getting out. You know. So I had mm-hmm. no idea until I went into the booth, and he was like, "Oh yeah, you're the blue-haired chick." And I was like, "Oh my gosh, 
what? Because she's such a badass character. Oh, I yeah. love her. And so I was super excited to be able to play her. Awesome. So um, so you did Riddle Story of Devil, and then um, you became uh, Yoshiko in, sorry, Yashiko in uh, Love Live Sunshine, correct? Yeah, Yoshiko. Yeah, that was fun. And that, since I used to be in a girl band, uh, that was super exciting, you know? Um, I love all the outfits. I love the lights and all the bright colors. Oh my goodness, it's such a cute show. I love it. So, uh, I'm I'm just I'm just trying to think here. So we go from hyper uh, hyper dimension Neptunia to Riddle Story of Devil, and then back to Love Live. So just kind of like a, you went from you know cute little girly ish thing here, then went to super hardcore. Morgan's gonna slit your throat, and then you come back to the super cutesy. Um, what's what's that like when you're trying to differentiate between those two characters? Or um, sorry, three char- like the different characters. Sorry. I got the role of Tokaku um, a while back, and Love Live, uh, Love Live Sunshine came later. That was um, maybe a year ago or so. I don't know. We recorded the first season. Man, it feels like forever ago, though. <laughs> and then the second season was uh, just a few months ago. Well, yeah, we wrapped that up a few months ago. Um, you know, I don't really have an issue changing my voice okay i i don't know i don't i honestly don't find it that hard because i I mean i feel like i have i've developed some acting techniques you know being a stage actor and Mm -hmm. on camera and just with my past experience in the entertainment industry i don't know i feel like it kind of comes naturally now (laughs) i mean i don't have any issues switching back and forth actually it's pretty fun Okay, nice. Do you get to do a lot of singing in your voice acting, like with with your uh, voice roles? Not as much as I'd like. (laughs) I'd like to sing more, honestly. But for Show by Rock, I voiced for Jacqueline. Mm -hmm. And I got to sing in season one of that and season two. And that was a blast. Because it got to sing, you know? <laughs> and in Love Live, we're not dubbing the songs, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, even though it's a, you know, a show about a girl band, we're not dubbing the songs. And that's okay. I wish that we were. But it's, all, you know, that stuff's expensive. <laughs> yeah, I I had a, another person on, and we were talking about, because uh, she's also a singer, and she's been doing stuff with anime as well. She really liked being able to do some actual singing, and we were talking about that. Is that something you wish that we would have more of, where you get to do... Because, I mean, that was a big thing in the 90s, like, growing up like that early Toonami. Whenever anybody had to sing and it was uh, and it was anime, all we did was just put the Japanese song over and, like, you would have your English leading up to the song, you would have the actual Japanese song, and then you would have English afterwards. Um, is that something that you're hoping that happens more often to where you'll have your original voice actress uh, or your uh, dub voice actress and show or actor and they'll be able to sing the whole entire th- way through and there's no any no sort of disconnect? Because to me, honestly, it kind of takes me out when you have your English actors, and then you go to Japanese, and then you're back into your English actors. Like, I, to me, I would like it to be seamless. 
Right. I agree. Um, one day I hope that we can achieve that, but it dep- it all depends on the company, whether they want you to dub the songs or not. And sometimes they're very against it. And so in that case, we're not able to, but, um, also there's the other side, uh, financially, each song is thousands of dollars, tens of thousands of dollars. It's super expensive for each song. So it all depends on the company. Yeah, because I, I I was trying to think of one, like one of the first ones that I knew that actually did, and we did English pretty much the whole entire way through, and that was Beck Mongolian Chop Squad. And that was like one of the first things I remember, and it was Funimation, the first things I remember where we had our, English voice actors actually singing all of the roles. And I thought that was super cool. Yeah, nice. So uh, so you've also done work in My Hero Academia, correct? Yes, I voice for 13. Nice. So <laughs> let's. Just, I, I guess this, let's kind of go into My Hero Academia. Are, are you a fan of the show? Yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's it's such a crazy wild ride. And it's one of those where I didn't think because I, I was reading the manga before the anime was announced. And so I'm reading the manga and I remember it being really good, but I never would have expected it to hit the height that it's hit here in America and across the world. Right. Yeah, dude, I was a fan of the show before I got cast in it and I flipped out to be a part of it like wow it's such it's it's the new I I mean I know this sounds kind of weird to say but I feel like this is the new Naruto you know like Naruto is such a big deal you know it's been going on for years and it's loved by many anime fans and you know what I feel like My Hero Academia will become that and it it already has it's become such a huge show and just you know, a few years of it, of it being, um, being out. Yeah. I remember when the, when Attack on Titan, like really took off here, like when it first came, they did the first subs on Netflix and then the dub came later. But I remember that was crazy, super popular. And then it just kind of felt like it died down a little bit because it took so long for season two to come out. But with My Hero Academia, we're on season three right now. And it's just, churning everything out and for me i i love that they had source material ready enough to that they could put these things out and the filler episodes that they've had don't seem like filler episodes at all they're all really good quality episodes yeah dude it's such a magical show is there anything that you we're kind of kind of play a fun little uh what if scenario here you, I'm going to cast you in whatever you want to be cast in. So it can be a remake. It could be something brand new. It could be Disney, Pixar. It could be anime. It could be something for like Cartoon Network, Nickelodeon, whatever it is. What is something that you want to do? I want to be in Voltron, man. Voltron? <laughs> yes, I'm a huge Voltron fan. And the new... Uh, the new Voltron Legendary Defender on Netflix is so good. I love it. And the voice acting is phenomenal. Oh, it's, yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's great. So if I were to be in any in any show, that's, that's the one I want to be in. <laughs> so uh, would you want to be a like one of the main characters in the show? Or would you want to be like a new character that gets introduced? 
I mean, heck yeah, I'd love to be a main character. But <laughs> I mean, honestly, I just, I mean, I'll take anything. <laughs> you want to be the new Pidge? Right? <laughs> <laughs> that would be such oh, a fun I love role. Pidge. <laughs> oh, man. She, oh, she's great. So you've done a lot of. Um, a lot of voice acting for TV series, and you've worked uh, in some video games um, with uh, it's League of Legends, correct? I wish. No, not League of Legends. Uh, Smite. 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 Dang. I'm really bad at those, you know, like those tower defense type games. Like, like yeah, I'm awful. So I can never remember anything. It's not even a tower defense game. That's how bad it is for me. I can't play computer games. I'm bad. So you've done a lot of series and video games, and you've done some movies. Like you were um, the young uh, Ichiro Hiko in The Boy and the Beast. Yes, that was my first film role, and or animated film, that is. And that was a blast, because Ichiro Hiko is such a sweetheart when he's a kid. Mm -hmm. And uh, Well, sweetheart, you know, he's kind of... Give kinda... anything away, but, uh, but yeah... <laughs> Yeah, that's we, me and my uh, my co-host Gavin. We were talking, and that's his favorite anime film of all time. Oh, he that's awesome. loves Boy and the Beast. Oh, me too. <laughs> it's it's oh man, it's really really good, and you were phenomenal in that. Thank you. <laughs> as as were all of the voice actors. Everybody is invited to come on the show. We'll have a whole get together. It'll be fun. Um, is there are there any more like any other movies that you would want to be so it's basically same question as before is there a movie that you would want to do and it could be it could be a new movie or it could be a kind of like a remake like if you wanted to be uh someone from uh, i don't know if you wanted to be bell or something like that is, is there something that you would like to redo or a story that you would like to be told to get a big screen adaptation Oh, wow. Um, you know, I just want to be a part of any Disney film, really. <laughs> um, if I were to be in a classic, it would be The Little Mermaid. Oh, my gosh. I would. I mean, I would never want to replace the original voice actress for Ariel. But I if but man, that would be so much fun to voice for Ariel in The Little Mermaid. So if anything, I'd say that. <laughs> so is Little Mermaid your favorite Disney film? It's one of them, yeah. Well, oh gosh, it's hard to choose, but I... Uh, yeah, yeah. Put, putting you on the spot with the favorite Disney's. <laughs> right? Um, The Little Mermaid. Yeah, I, I'd say that one's number one. <laughs> nice. All right, Morgan. So... Is there anything upcoming that you're allowed to share with us? Uh, or any cons that you're attending soon? Yeah, there's a few cons. I'm going to be at Anime Midwest. And let's see, a MyCon. And, oh, gosh, my memory. Um, Sack Anime, and that's Sack in anime. California. Uh, let's see. Uh, there's a few others. Um... Uh, there's a few I can't announce yet. Okay, uh, gotcha. Yeah. But, um, yeah. All right. So, Morgan, let's just kind of, we're going to ask some random bonkers banana questions right now. So, get ready for that. May want to sit down, strap yourself in, because these are going to be some very important questions that we've got from all of our fans. Um, so, let's just go ahead and kick it off. 
So our main question is, where do you stand on shortbread cookies? Like, do you love them, hate them? Like, good, bad? <laughs> they're all right. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the thing. Like, there, there's there's a consistent of, oh, yeah, absolutely love them, where it's like, they're, they're okay. They're okay. <laughs> so what about two-in-one shampoo conditioner? Where do you stand on that? And you just, I like the feel of the conditioner. And so right. when it's two in one, you don't get that same feeling. So eh, I, I do it separately. Yeah. Like, like when you do the conditioner, it gives you that nice little silky. Right. Feel it's, right so there. Nice. it's so nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Cake or pie? Pie. Pie. Perfect. Star Wars or Star Trek? Uh, Star Wars. Oh man. No, we can't be friends anymore. Let's go ahead and cut the interview. I'm just kind of <laughs> end it there. Um, iPhone or Android? iPhone. Coke or Pepsi? Uh, Pepsi. Pizza or cheeseburgers? Pizza. Oh, nice. Pizza. Okay, sweet. Uh, that's all I got. I was just trying to, you know, think of some garbage questions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Morgan. Okay, so this is super fun. Can you tell everybody um, where they can find you social media-wise? Yes, I am on Twitter at the Morgan Berry. I'm also on Instagram at the Morgan Berry, and I have a Facebook page at the Morgan Berry, <laughs> and I have an official website themorganberry.com. So it's all really simple. And then there's my YouTube, which, which is, is not different. the Morgan Berry. <laughs> right. It, my YouTube is not the Morgan Berry. My YouTube is an unknown songbird, and uh, yeah, and that's where I do all my all my uh, anime song covers. <laughs> Excellent. And we'll put all of those links in the show notes so that way you can definitely keep track of Morgan. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh L. Kane. You can find the podcast on Instagram at Animation Station Podcast, on Twitter at Animate Podcast, on Facebook and Tumblr, Animation Station Podcast. I still don't know why we have that Tumblr, but we've got it. You can also find all of our episodes on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, and on our website, AnimationStationPodcast.com. Morgan, thanks again so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. All right, so for the Animation Station Podcast, I'm Josh. And I'm Morgan. <laughs> Bye, everybody. In this world I try to dream, though it seems like I'll survive the day. I won't lose hope, I won't let go, my dreams will fade away. Now a dream came to a close, like the mint I'll make my dreams come true My destiny calls To me and I'm renewed Wavering I walk in the dark I search through the unknown My identity I'll find and be whole In this world I try to dream And though it seems like I'll survive the day I won't lose hope I won't let go My dream will fade away I will lose myself I'll stand Change reality, my destiny, or I.
start to lose my way But even though I'm struggling to move I'm stumbling your way You smile and help me Significant as it seems, I will follow my dreams. Searching through the night, I'll fight and find the light. Renewed. Though I don't know where to go, I'm leaving home. I leave what I once knew. I'm finally free. I'll keep running until my life is new. I don't care how far the road, I will make it there and I'll push through.